following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. I was so blessed by Luke and Heather's worship. Uh, It was fantastic. I hope you've been blessed as well. I want to take just a few moments and just encourage you today. You know, as we're navigating this COVID pandemic and the election process and all that we're going through as a nation, He just gets weary sometimes and we sometimes just get discouraged. And so I just want to take a few moments and encourage you as the Lord is encouraging me. When Luke wrote this song, uh, he wrote that with a revelation of Zechariah 4. He was actually sitting in a meeting where a preacher was preaching on Zechariah 4. So let me take just a moment and share this, this passion of Scripture with you or portion of Scripture with you. Here's what it says. Now the angel who taught with me came back and wakened me as a man who's wakened out of sleep. And he said to me, what do you see? And he said, I'm looking and there's a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it. And on the stand, seven lamps with seven pipes to the seven lamps. Two olive trees are by it, one at the right of the bowl, the other at the left. So I answered and spoke to the angel who taught with me saying, what are these, Lord? Then the angel who taught with me answered and said, do you not know what these are? And I said, no, my Lord. So he said, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Now this is important because Zerubbabel is rebuilding the temple. They are very discouraged in the process. They're discouraged with the circumstances and all they're having to navigate. Isn't that interesting that we find ourselves in that very time? And here is the word of the Lord. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You will become a plain, and you will bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands will also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small beginnings? For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. These are the eyes of the Lord who scan to and fro throughout the whole earth. Then I answered and said to him, What are these two olive trees at the right of the lampstand and its left? And I further answered and said to him, What are these two olive branches that drip into the receptacles of the two gold pipes from which the golden oil drains? And he said unto me, Do you not know who these are? And I said, No, Lord. He said, These are the two anointed ones who stand beside the Lord of the whole earth. God, I feel the anointed of the Holy Ghost. Zechariah has a prophetic vision of the anointing of the, of the golden oil, translated the golden oil flowing down from heaven to fulfill the work of the Lord that he had been assigned to do, saying it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Now you may be trying to build a ministry, build a church, build a home, build a family, build a career, build a job. Whatever your assignment is, whatever you're endeavoring to do right now, no matter how discouraged you feel, this word is for you right now. It's like holy golden oil flowing down from heaven that today is going to refresh you, bless you, and strengthen you knowing it's not your might. It's not your power. It's not your resources. It's not your human strength. It's not your financial capabilities. It's the very Spirit of God that's going to move in my life and in your life and help us fulfill our destiny or our assignment that's on the earth. Two really cool things popped out at me. Number one, it says mountains will become plains. 
I love that. I'm sitting right here in our sanctuary where just 20 years ago, there was a 50-foot mountain. And literally, our original sanctuary, Maddox Hall, was across the way. And there was a 50-foot mountain that stood between our sanctuary and this road. And Bev and I would come by every day, and we would open our Bibles to Mark 11:24. It says you can speak to a mountain, and it would have to move into the sea. And so we would come and we'd speak to this mountain, and felt strange doing it, but we felt the anointing of the Holy Spirit as we did. And you know what happened? On a Sunday night service, a man walked up to me and said, Kent, you need a parking lot. I said, I sure do, but there's a mountain and I don't have any money. He said, I didn't ask you for money, and I move mountains. That's what I do for a living. Showed up with 12 bulldozers, stayed eight weeks, moved a 50-foot mountain, shook my hand, didn't charge us a dime. I know God can move mountains. And I really believe that during this season, no matter how bad the circumstances, how large the thing that you and I are facing may look, God is saying through the holy golden oil, through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we're going to start speaking to some mountains in this season and we're going to see them become plains with shouts of grace, grace. The other thing I love about it, it says these eyes, these seven spirits of the Lord are watching you and I. That's what this anointing represents. It's found in Isaiah 11.1. 1. It, it simply says the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of not might, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of the fear of the Lord and the spirit of wisdom. These seven spirits, the eyes of the Lord, they're looking at you. They're looking at me today and they're ready to move on our behalf. The word says God desires to see these seven, this plumb line, in our hands. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. No matter how small you may seem God working right now, I promise you the mountain's going to move and God's going to strengthen us. And he said the hands that started it are the hands that are going to finish it. I just want to encourage you today, the good work that God started in you and the good work that God started in me, he's going to finish it. It's not up to us to finish the race. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by His Spirit that He will strengthen us in this season to come through this COVID pandemic, come through the circumstances we're facing in our nation and come out on the other side stronger than we've ever been. I feel the anointing today to encourage somebody watching me who has been uh, discouraged, been wearied even. I feel an anointing today that's just gonna flow and refresh you and refresh me and encourage us as we move into this new season of this holy golden oil flowing on our life. I wanna read you another scripture that uh, basically concludes this matter about being strengthened. It's one of my favorite in Hebrews 12 that says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Pause there just for a minute. Not sins, plural, one sin. There's only one sin, it says, that easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. I'm convinced the one sin that we have to lay aside is discouragement. It's the one sin that keeps us from running the race. It's the opposite of courage. And I believe today in the anointing, this holy golden oil, we're going to be able to lay aside our weariness and our discouragement and receive a fresh wind of God, if you, if you will, a fresh anointing to finish, to come on through 
what God is calling us to come on through. Sometimes we have the anointing that gives us complete victory, but sometimes we just have to have the anointing to stay the course and come on through. You know I've told you many times that I ran a marathon, right? Just one, 2006, but I did it. And you know what? I've told a story so many times, but I believe it's worth repeating. And that is God told me if I would do that, I would have an anointing released to me that I could release to others to finish well. And in the midst of running that 26.2 miles at one point of the journey, I was ready to quit. Body, mind, soul, and spirit. But then I locked eyes with one of the most beautiful black women I've ever seen. I think it was an angel. She looked to be about seven years old. I just came around the turn and ran toward the crowd and she looked at me, read my name on my shirt and said, Kent, don't you dare quit. You've gone too far to stop now. And I felt the anointing of the Holy Spirit that day flood my very soul and being. Then as I continued to run the last several miles, the crowd, just literally hundreds of thousands of people cheering on the runners to make it to the finish line. We literally rode the crowd's cheers across the finish line as we finished. And this reminds me of this scripture. You know, heaven is not far away. Heaven and earth are becoming very close. There's only one church. Some of us are here on earth and some of us have already gone to be in heaven, but now it's becoming one. And our forefathers, the great men and women of faith, our own parents and grandparents that have run their race, they're in heaven right now cheering us on. Yes, even in the midst of this pandemic saying, don't stop, don't let go, hang on. Heaven is cheering us on and releasing, I believe, a holy golden oil on our lives to begin to run and finish the race that God has set before us. And so I'm just convinced that today, I know I need it. I need encouraged. I need strengthened by the Lord, by His, by His might, by His power today, that mountains, circumstances I'm facing are going to be moved and that I am going to have the strength to finish what God started. This is the month of miracles. This is the month of Kislev. This is the month where literally Israel as a nation had been wrecked by war. The temple had been defiled. And a group of strong, few believers, the Maccabees, with a strategy from the Lord, overturned the enemy and won the victory for Israel. The problem was they had to rededicate the temple and they only had enough oil to last for one day, but it took eight days of oil to dedicate the temple. So by faith, they started burning the oil. And the miracle of Hanukkah, the season we're entering into, Kislev, the miracle is the one bit of oil, the little bit of oil began to multiply, lasted the entire time. And it's the season or the dedication of light because the oil was multiplied and God gave them a miracle. I believe in this month, God's going to give us the miracle of oil. The oil of Holy Spirit, even though we may feel like we only got a little bit right now, it's going to be multiplied. It's just going to bathe us like Psalm 133, from the crown of our heads to the bottom of our feet. We're going to be drenched in the holy anointing oil and be strengthened and refreshed to see God do miracles in our life during this season. And so I'm just asking you to agree with me today for all of us here at our World Alive tribe that in this season, even today, God is going to begin to let the holy golden oil refresh us and strengthen us and bring us through to this new place that God's destined us to walk in. So in this month, we're going to be offering first fruits. Our first fruits giving, I, should, I believe, is going to be in faith to say, God, I'm believing. I'm going to receive a fresh anointing to see mountains move, to see miracles happen, and to finish the race that you've called me to finish. But before we go into that and we pray along those lines, I want to go back. During this conference, Luke wrote 
two or three prophetic verses for holy golden oil. And I want to release those to you. I want to come back, read one more portion of scripture, and then I want to pray and we'll offer our first fruits up to the Lord. And we'll believe for that holy golden oil to touch you right there where you are today. Sometimes the Lord puts me out on the thin ice and the skinny branch and out in the, where I'm uncomfortable. Can anybody relate to that? And so I just try to follow the Lord, and sometimes he gives me new verses just kind of all of a sudden. And um, so I just pray the Lord maybe do that tonight, and we'll just see what he wants to say. And everybody watching all over the place, all over the world, watching online, I just pray you join with us and sing like you're just in the room with us because you are. And just connect with what God's doing, and we're so glad you've, you've tuned in. Holy gold, oh, holy golden oil, the only thing that softens me is your holy golden oil. it feels just like a race where we've been pulled all directions and we can't feel so out of place oh but this week God himself has put us right on track We can finish what he started And we don't have to finish last He's given you the strength and courage Here in Alabama tonight On the 14th of November o'clock on Saturday night to open up your heart oh and open up your hands to get the strength tonight you needed from the one they call
Just because you're bowed Oh, and just because you're low It doesn't mean you don't have power And that His Spirit now will flow We sing Holy Golden Strengthens the only thing that strengthens me is your holy golden oil. Holy golden oil. The only thing that strengthens me. The only thing that strengthens me. The only thing that strengthens me. Oh, the only thing that strengthens me is your holy golden heart. Oh, just one more time. The only thing that strengthens me What a powerful prophetic release. Don't you feel that holy golden oil just washing over you, body, mind, and spirit? As we continue in that vein of worship and just that spirit that's here with us right now, I just want to wash you with the water of God's Word. Today, I just read this over my own life, and this is found in Isaiah 40, and I love what it says, starting with verse 12. Who has measured the waters in the hallow of his hand? measured heaven with a span and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or who as his counselor has taught him? With whom did he take counsel? Who instructed him? Speaking of God. And who taught him the path of justice? Who taught him knowledge? And who showed him the way of understanding? Speaking of God. Behold the nations or as a drop in a bucket, and are counted as the small dust on the scales. Look, he lifts up islands like a very little thing, and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor its beast sufficient as a burnt offering for him. All nations before our God are as nothing, and they are counted by him less than nothing and worthless. To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare to him? The workman molds an image, the goldsmith overspreads it with gold, and the silversmith casts silver chains. Whoever is too impoverished for such a contribution chooses a tree that will rot. He seeks for himself a skillful workman to prepare a carved image that will not totter. Have you not known? 
Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is God who sits on the circle of the earth and all the inhabitants are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a curtain. He spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. He brings princes to nothing. He makes judges of the earth useless. Scarcely shall they be planted. Scarcely shall they be sown. Scarcely shall their stock take root in the earth when he will blow on them and they will wither and the whirlwind will take them away like stubble. To whom then will you liken our God, or to whom shall be his equal? Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created everything, who brings out their host by number. He calls the stars by name. His greatness and might and the strength of his power are so great not one star is missing. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable and He gives power to the weak. That's who qualifies, you and I, the people that are weak. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, He increases strength. Even youths shall faint and grow weary and the young men will utterly fall. But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Our very God who sits on the circle of the earth and considers the nations a drop in a bucket, He's looking after you and He's looking after me. And today He is releasing supernatural strength into our life through that holy golden oil. And so I just pray right now that you and I receive from heaven a fresh anointing from the crown of our head to the bottom of our feet, strengthening us, encouraging us, bringing our hope and our faith alive, knowing our God is in control of the whole world and our lives. And so, Father, we receive that and we thank you that, yes, even in this season of Hanukkah and the month of Kislev, you're going to multiply the oil in our life and we're going to have plenty of light to shine and see destruction moved far away from us and be renewed in our hearts and in our minds. And so we receive it by faith even now in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. As our custom and tradition is here at Word Alive, we honor the Lord with our first fruits according to Proverbs 3 that simply says, Honor the Lord with the first fruits of your substance and increase, and your barns shall be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst forth with new wine. And so if you'd like to join us in offering a first fruits offering today to enter into the blessings of the month of Kids Live, you're welcome to do so. I want you to join me in rehearsing or decreeing out loud our giving declaration this month. So we'll put it up for you and we'll say it together now. Today, in full faith and trust in God's provision, we bring our first fruit offerings to the Lord. It is because of the grace of God's abundance and the mercy of His blessings we give out of cheerful hearts. We declare the God of all peace will establish our steps and fill our lives with great tranquility. God is releasing the rivers of life to flow in us and through us empowering us on to victory. Therefore, we decree that our strength, rest, and hope is in Almighty God who reigns over all, in all, and through all for His kingdom, power, and glory. Amen and amen and amen. 
I have thoroughly enjoyed sharing God's Word today. I've encouraged myself as I was encouraging you. I just feel the spirit of encouragement. We love you guys very much. We're entering into Thanksgiving week. We have so much to be thankful for. One translation literally of Zechariah 4 says, the walls of the temple are built with thanksgiving. And so I just pray no matter what circumstances we're facing this time, let's, let's just offer up thanks this next week. We can find something to be thankful for and grateful for and let Thanksgiving fill the atmosphere because it's the antidote for anxiousness. It says, be anxious for nothing, but with all things through prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let our request be made known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will flood our hearts and our minds. We bless you. We're thankful for you and we're thankful for this great God we serve. I love you very, very much. Be blessed. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.